Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Wanna see your lot to get to here in the world of hockey. The NHL was just uh, just a trading away on the weekend, Dev. They were. I mean, the uh, the biggest deal was uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs sending uh, Nazem Kadri to Colorado. Uh, they sent uh, Kali Rosen and a third-round pick in 2020. They get back Alexander Kerfoot, who's a 24-year-old center. He'll basically take Kadri's uh, spot on the third line at the center's position. Uh, they also get Tyson Berry, right-hand shot defenseman. Should be, depending on how the pairings go, he'll be top pairing, maybe second pairing, depending how Babcock uh, puts it all together, but he's going to be playing a lot of minutes. Fills a huge need for uh, the Leafs. And they get a six-round pick in 2020 as well. You like the trade. I like the trade. I, I like the trade. I mean, you got to give up something to get something. And uh, Tyson Berry's only got one year left on his contract. So that'll be a problem for next year for Toronto. But they've been looking for a right-handed uh, shot defenseman. So he's either going to be playing with uh, Riley or with Muzzin. Either way, you're going to have a pretty good pairing. When Travis Dermott comes back, he can slide into that top four. The Leafs over the weekend also shipped out uh, Nikita Zaitsev. Had to give up Connor Brown in that deal. They get Cody Ceci back in that one and he should you know factor in on the third pair also a right shot defenseman so they've uh, they've made some good additions to the defense uh, more needs to be done though just to round it all out the big question of course through all of this is can they sign Mitch Marner and right as it stands right now uh, they don't have enough money to sign Mitch Marner based on what it appears Mitch Marner wants in a new contract they've got 11 million dollars uh, in cap space available. But aside from Marner, they've also got assigned Alex Kerfoot and uh, one other player. So they've got three restricted free agents to sign. They've got $11 million. So either Marner is going to lower his uh, price a little bit, but Kerfoot kind of slides in around $3 million. So we're probably looking at another move coming for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we're asking Leaf fans what they think about the trade this morning. Who's this? This is Dave. Dave, you feeling the cadre trade? I think it's the greatest trade ever. I'm a Maple Leaf fan since I was a little boy, and I think it's the greatest trade ever. <laughs> Why? Because my name's Fred, and I'm a Bruins fan, and I think that's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> okay. But Seriously. But there's a lot of Leafs fans that are happy about this, so why is a Bruins fan are you happy? Well, because Kadri got kicked out against us, if you remember. Well, yeah, yeah we remember. He, he made uh, two years in a row, he, he made similar mistakes and got kicked out of the playoffs. And since you guys like to roast the Bruins through the playoffs because you're Leafs fans, now I can roast you back because you lost one of your t- heroes. Well, they also got a... Some great players. They gotta. They need. Everybody's gonna moan and groan. Their D needs to be bolstered, and this trade will bolster their D. Only if they can sign Marner, though. Well, maybe that's what they're making uh, room for here, because they also Whenever just netted two point five million dollars in the cap hit. Yeah, but they brought stuff back in the trade. Hey, it's, it sounds got. like you need to get your D bolstered, there, Fred. <laughs> 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 Have a great day. You too, bye. That was uh, not a Leaf fan. He got us, though. <laughs> That's Bruins super fan Fred. 
What was that accent he was doing? <laughs> Southern? Foghorn Leghorn? Sounded like he was doing like a wrestling promo. I say, I say, I've been a fan of the Leafs since the day I was born. I do declare a cauldron is gone. Try my spicy chicken. <laughs> I think it's the greatest trade ever. I'm a Maple Leaf fan since I was a little boy. And I think it's the greatest trade ever. Jim, you're obsessed with the lineup at the Mandarin yesterday. What's the deal? Well, I drove past the Mandarin on the Hyde Park, and uh, I noticed the lineup was around the block and remembered that they had said earlier uh, this week that uh, they were going to give away a free buffet to every Canadian. Like, you just had to show up with a Canadian identification of some sort, and you would get free food. Free food. So I thought, you know, there'd be a few people who take up the the offer and the lineup for the Mandarin was it must have been four hundred people, like that's only that's not even the full line. I, I had to pull it. I wasn't even planning on going to the Mandarin, but I pulled over. The parking lot was full. They had to put chairs out in front of the parking lot with a rope across it, saying parking lot was full. People were parking on the street, so you couldn't actually get down the street. And yeah, hundreds of people standing out in line for free Mandarin. At what point do you just pay for your lunch? Yeah. I like the Mandarin, but it's only 15 bucks for the buffet, right? <laughs> Pretty affordable. Wouldn't you rather pay somebody 15 bucks f- to not stand in line for two hours? Is that how much it is for the buffet at the Mandarin? It's it's not much more than that if it is. Somewhere between 15 and 30, I'd assume. Yeah. Not, not worth two hours of waiting in the sun. If you have nothing else to do... Why not? But like, here's a, here's a picture of uh, a Mandarin in Toronto. It's in a strip mall, and it's there's people as far as the eye can see. Everybody's got their Canada gear on, and they said you had to bring some Canadian identification to yeah. prove that you're a Canadian. Yeah, and people got upset about that. But it's Canada Day. You're getting free food on the Fourth of July. Where's the outrage there? Because we know that the internet people will find a way to get outraged about anything. Yeah. What do you mean? Where is the outrage? Like, why were why were they complaining that you had they to bring your ID? It's discrimination. And why, if you're in Canada right now, but you're not a permanent citizen, why can't you get free food? I disagree. I, I, if it was the Fourth of July and White Castle was giving away free sliders, I wouldn't go to America or be an American. But how come I can't get my White Castle sliders? Because you're not an American. Yeah. You know, it's rules one, are rules. one benefit, you know? And listen, if you're visiting this country, you don't want to waste your time standing in the line at the Mandarin <laughs> for six hours. Yeah. Trying to get some free egg rolls. Go enjoy some of the beautiful scenery we have in this so, vast so, country. Some people are upset here. Here's Twitter. Just citizens? What about the rest who pay taxes, work minimum wage, and sacrifice everything just to live in this country? Shouldn't they also enjoy? Hey, Jim. Yo. Hey, um, my name's Ryan. I, just, I live over by uh, the Wellington Mandarin. Yeah. Uh, yesterday there, I went and actually spoke to the first person I was in line. He was there at 10 p.m. the night before. <laughs> Come on. Dead serious. He Dead slept serious. over outside of the Mandarin just to get the free buffet? Six of them did. Three of them went home halfway through the night. <laughs> I got to see how much I, a Mandarin buffet costs. You know what you got to do at that point. You got to spread it out. You got to sit in that buffet and eat food the entire next day. Absolutely. And you're Absolutely. going back for seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths, sevenths, eighths, ninths, and tenths. Yeah, you're you're unzipping your pants down past your crotch. <laughs> you're wearing the like Joey on Friends. You're wearing the maternity pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These but, are my uh, Mandarin I pants. To, I wanted to comment about that ID thing. They were actually very sticky on that. They you were had, asking people to see their ID. 
they were they were asking for, and you only had to have you had to have one of two pieces. It was either a birth certificate or a passport. Uh, driver's license would not work. Really? Yeah, they had a Mandarin lady with a clipboard going through every single person asking for the proper ID. I wonder if they expected that many people to turn out. Um, they actually were. Yeah, you say free anything. We've been in this business long enough. You say free anything, people will put their hands out. They want it. Followed by the word buffet, yeah, which buffet. is like unlimited, basically. But you know what? There's a buffet there all the time. So, you know, it's not like it was the one Canada Day buffet. I know when I get a free beer, it tastes better than when I pay for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The longest person I was talking to that had waited in line, I went back later that night. Because I live right, like I live right close to it, and they had waited in line for over six hours. I love that you weren't interested in taking part in the buffet. You were just fascinated with the lineup to the point yeah. that you made multiple visits. <laughs> yep, I only live a block away, and it was super curious. Because I showed up, I figured I'd show up at you know eight o'clock, and there wouldn't be much of a lineup. But at that particular point, the lineup was already past the Metro grocery store and down the way. Awesome. What's your name? My name's Ryan. Ryan, our official Mandarin Canada Day buffet lineup correspondent here on the Taz Show. Awesome. You got a question. Ask a lawyer. Ask a lawyer. A question about custody or a neighbor. Ask a lawyer. Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Highly Lawyers, is here. Let's get right to some questions for you, Ian. Caller one would like to remain anonymous. What is your question for Ian? Hi, Ian. Um, so uh, I have a current court order in place. I went all the way through uh, with a trial um, with my ex-partner. Um, went through every step and paid a fortune for it. Um, I have equal access with my kid. Uh, she still likes to be difficult, though. Uh, most recent example would be um, in the court order, I'm in charge of uh, medical, and if there's an appointment to be made, there's 72 hours notice to be given, of course, unless there's an emergency or something. Uh, she recently switched family doctors uh, without notifying me and actually has had the kid in to be looked at since then. Um, I went and met that doctor and said hello and introduced myself, and that's the information I found out. So uh, I don't know how to change a current court order without spending another fifteen, twenty thousand dollars down, you know, yes. for a re- retainer or something. Right. So yeah, court how, can be how, very. How far does someone have to take it? You know. So uh, one of the things you should do is um, is make sure that you keep a record of infractions. So right. at its most serious. Uh, I don't think a court would do anything on one breach typically, but a court does have the power to find somebody in contempt of a court order. And if somebody's found in contempt of a court order, uh, the court has lots of powers, including as serious as incarceration. Oh, snap. So um, now they're not going to do that for a minor infraction or one infraction, so I wouldn't rush to court yet. The other thing you might do is you don't have to go back to court, but you should at least put her on notice somehow, whether that's through, I don't know how you communicate, there's a... Um if you'd like to put her on blast right now, the airwaves are yours. Respectfully, <laughs> oh, um, uh, I don't mudsling, sorry. Yeah, so, the, so whether you text, email, or there's a, a one very popular app is Our Family Wizard, however you communicate, just say, look, this isn't okay, keep a record of it. You might go so far as 
Uh, if you used a lawyer previously, just have a letter written to her. What so, is our family wizard? Sorry, that's an app that you communicate with your exes with. Correct, so it, it yeah. keeps a record of keeps a record all of communication. Wow, so you can't just delete a couple of specific text messages and manipulate just what the storyline is. Just in case you is. ever need to go back yeah. to court. Right, oh, you, you can't wow. delete it. I think the cost is about $100 a year. The other thing it It's gives, funny that we're in that world, think, that that's think, necessary, uh, but it's amazing. 100 bucks is probably the same amount you know, to a lawyer <laughs> with right. a well, couple of email exchanges. Yeah, well, the other thing it does, so you're right, you can't delete it. It actually gives hints, as far as I know, and I have no affiliation with this company, by the way, so I'm not getting, I'm not a paid spokesman, but it's used a lot, and it'll give tips on... How is you that the should tone the verbiage? You really use <laughs> the there? autofill is like, don't use the F word. <laughs> you have to blow into a breathalyzer before the message actually will send. It has not become that sophisticated yet. <laughs> not a bad idea, though. Wow. Okay. So I, for now, uh, anonymous caller, keep a record of it. Um, make sure you put her on notice. And if there's enough of them, then I get to the point where you might want to use a lawyer to, to give her a warning. And then ultimately, if you have to... Um, then a motion for contempt of the order could be brought. But that's a sort of a last resort. Right, and I've done all that. So I guess when is enough enough is my question. Hard to say. You know, that would take us to meet in a little more detail. I, it depends on the nature of the, the infraction and how many infractions and ultimately the best interests of your child or uh, children. Um, but and I obviously I don't have the court order in front of me. It sucks. You got to have sympathy, and you, you know it's the word that this is the way the system works. Like you know, you get paid by people who are going through some crap, but you must feel bad for like this, oh, this caller in this situation. It's like this should be over and done with. You went through the process, like move on with your lives. Yeah, I, I do. I have a great deal of sympathy uh, for the caller and callers in his situation. He's not alone. You know, you go through the process, you get a court order, and then somebody doesn't follow it. Well, if you're not going to follow a court order, you have to appeal it or you have to change it. Otherwise, you're bound by it. And we've got our friend Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Highly Lawyers in studio. Ask a lawyer going on right now. we got a couple text questions for you here, sure. Ian. Let's start with this one. Taz and Jim, I need to know if I can get charged with anything for using women's public washrooms. I'm a delivery driver in downtown London. Most washrooms are locked, but I know of one woman's washroom that's unlocked in a tower in downtown London. I've used it many times, but I'm worried if I get caught, I could be charged. Wow. Uh, you know, good question. If, if there's a charge, and uh, I'm not uh, a specialist in criminal law, if there would be a charge, I, I could see possibly trespass. But, I mean, it doesn't seem to me... If there's no one in there, it doesn't seem to me um, a, uh, a particularly serious offense. Uh, the other one I would think of is, is if people were in there, there's a crime called voyeurism that could potentially be... That so if you would, have a mirror on your shoe... Yes. <laughs> that would be bad. That would not be good if you legitimately just went in there to take a pee and then you ended up getting charged with voyeurism. Yeah. Could be good for your business, uh, family law. That might be a divorce. <laughs> might cause a problem or this two is, there. This is payback, though, for every girl who's ever went into the guy's washroom at a bar because the ladies' lineup was too long. Yeah. I've seen that happen multiple times, Jim. Yeah, and I bet you they look over and into the next stall and do a little voyeurism themselves every once in a while. Well, there may be a bit of a double standard. I don't know. Tis. There is, a, there is a, a couple videos have gone viral recently here in London of delivery drivers 
being caught peeing in people's yards, like going in the garden or mm-hmm. on a tree, and people were seemed to be up in arms about them. I wouldn't care if a delivery driver peed in my yard. I'd rather they didn't. Absolutely, but if you gotta you don't go, think, wait, you you gotta go. You're telling me in the middle of a day, if a UPS guy came and took a whiz on a a tree in the middle of your yard, you wouldn't ask him not to do that next time. Uh, probably not. If he did it every time he delivered a package to my house, then <laughs> I might stop say at Tim something. Hortons, man. Well, you, when you have to go, you have to. If he I was know. dropping a deuce and he didn't pick it up, what what can Brown do for you, man? <laughs> okay, Ian would like to move on okay. here. Uh, let's go to this one. I've got a work related injury, and my boss is trying to push me around by saying it's not really work related but it is a repetitive stress injury. What should I do so I don't get taken advantage of? Oh, good question. Um, I, I, the background would be this. I think that the boss, I'm just guessing, uh, doesn't want it to be labeled as work-related because then WSIB comes in and he's going to have to pay more money. It's going to cost the, cost the company money. Right. Whereas if the injury occurred outside of work, you could sue privately. Um, so that's what I think the motivation is, but it really comes down to where did the injury occur? If it occurred at work, then you are dealing with a WSIB claim. Um, and, uh, that's, I mean, that's the way he has to protect himself. He can, you gotta, you gotta contact a paralegal or a lawyer in that situation. Do you also right? contact a doctor to prove that it's a repetitive well, stress injury? It or? sounds like he has. He says it's a repetitive stress injury. So get the doctor's note. Okay. Take it to a paralegal or a lawyer because, yep. and don't be shy. They can't fire you because you're saying you got injured at work. No, definitely not. I have a question along that line too. What if you get injured at work and you can't work and they, is it okay for them to still make you come in and like sit at a desk every day so that they don't have to flip the sign that says this many days since lost hours at work? Yeah, it depends. Uh, depends on the nature of the injury. I mean, uh, looking at it the other way, an employer has a duty to accommodate. So whether that is due to a disability or on a long-term basis or short-term basis, uh, they have a duty to accommodate. So let's say the person's uh, working in a factory and is used to lifting up heavy weights and can't do it anymore, then they could reassign the person temporarily due to the injury to do something else. Right. They can't cut the pay or yeah. anything like that, but uh, if they can accommodate the injury or disability, then they have an obligation to do so. Yeah, and it it makes sense. I'm sure a lot of employers say it's not a workplace injury until they have to admit it. They don't mm-hmm. want <laughs> they don't want to give you money if they don't have to. So make sure you protect yourself. You got to be your own advocate there. If you need some legal assistance, contact our friends at Cohen Highly. So a new survey asked tourists to rank the fiftieth fifty sexiest nationalities in the world. Um, I hate to tell you this, uh, America, but it didn't do so well. Uh-oh. Our American neighbors, 45th sexiest 45th? Coincidentally, Donald Trump is the 45th president. 45th president. Huh. Maybe it's the Trump factor. Yeah, I, I don't believe that that's actually true, though. Be, like, I'm the study, I don't know what they did, but it's because everybody hates Americans right now because of Donald Trump internationally. But when they, I even asked an Australian girl once who the sexiest people uh, are. She said Americans because they sound like movie stars, right? 
They are responsible for a lot of the pop culture that is uh, globally consumed. Every other country grows up watching American media. Hey, don't, I don't buy it. Don't try to negate this, uh, this survey here, Jim, because Canadians came in at number 10. We are the 10th sexiest nationality. Never mind. This thing is 100% accurate. So accurate. <laughs> I'll take it. 10? Yeah. And the sexiest nationality... Ukrainians! My wife lived in Ukraine for the first 21 years of her life. I will be forwarding this this story to her this morning (laughs) to make her feel good, getting the week off on the right note. So she was number one, but now she's number ten. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she just dropped out the list. (laughs) Nine spots. Uh, So... Canada was number 10, British uh, number 9, then Armenian, Italian, South African, Australian, Brazilian, we all know why, thongs. Yeah. Thongs and the hairless. (laughs) Filipino, Danish at 2, and Ukrainian at 1. I gotta be, this is kind of Danish. Like, have you ever seen somebody like, that person looks like they're from Denmark? I love those Danish girls. I got maybe I got to do more traveling. What are the, I don't, you don't even know. You don't think Danish people are attractive, it, Jim? I don't even. I couldn't pick one out of a crowd. Well, you need to go. I do enjoy some Danish. <laughs> I'm gonna, your bre- <laughs> have a little Danish for your breakfast. It's just it's just an odd choice, but I don't disagree. Filipino, Brazilian, Australian, South African. Hey, we're number ten. I will say in the World Cup, there's a lot of good-looking blondes. Like when you—that's how I, I I do my judging during the World, World Cup. Cup when it Who's cuts in the to crowd? The fans in the yeah. crowd. <laughs> totally. <laughs> As I remember watching the, the World Cup, thinking to myself, one day I'm going to marry one of those Ukrainians. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.